recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios, Mianjin, Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Z Games. Z Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Share your hot take? Or do you just want to share your favourite game? Find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, you're listening to Z Games. My name is Hazel, and who's that I'm in the Paul. studio? I'm I'm Paul. I still am. And this? This is the not Paul again, Peter. Ah, oh, Peter, Paul, and me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's another Hello, there's me. a poem about uh, two little birds called Peter and Paul, but no one said it to me in years. So let's move on. Well, I'm going to we... look this up now. have got a lot to talk about tonight we got some gaming news we have got a review from paul and uh we're going to be talking about steam next first mm. later on and if you don't know what that is have a listen learn learn some things you could play some free games yeah Ch- check out all the new well, stuff demos at least you know we're bringing back demos how are the two of you oh i am uh, full of and vinegar interesting choice of words yes mm. Peter, how are you? I'm fantastic. I've just had my coffee. I am excited for tonight. I finally have a new game to play. Just had your 6pm coffee? Yep. I'll be up till 4am again. It's fantastic. Nice. nice. I yep. was up till... Th- oh, I, no, I was still running Ethernet cable at 3am the other day because I'm doing some renovations. I need to get that done before we started sheeting the next day. Exciting times. Because, you know, Wi-Fi will just never match some good old... Uh, cable. Yep. Yep. Wi-Fi will never... It'll never shape when we, up. When are we getting Cat 7? Uh, Doesn't it ex- exist? Exist. Yeah. 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 You, <laughs> you just don't want to run it yet. Yeah. No, you don't want to no, run it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys been playing many games lately? Endless games. I'm having a wonderful time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of other things that I, uh, that I don't, uh, haven't been doing that. Um, Go Mecha Ball, which is very, very cool. It's just a little um, sort of arcade roguelike shooter. Uh, very sort of reminiscent to... Uh, assault android cactus Ooh, okay uh, but that was fun uh, instead so of being like a, a cool stick. android lady uh you are a little uh creature that turns into a well, little robot creature that turns into a ball so it's got that plus a little bit of like pinball slash tony hawk delightful um yeah, awesome it's, well, it's, it's pretty wild it's good very fun. very interested i would love to hear you review it maybe one day <laughs> if Indeed. i'm good enough to get far enough into it. <laughs> Uh, I predictably have been playing Trackmania, but I discovered that it's on consoles now, which mm-hmm. it has been for six plus months, but I didn't realize. Yep. Anyway, I've been playing it on, on the PS5. Nice. Um, it somehow feels slightly different, but I feel like that might just be me sitting further away from the TV. It, that does have a very unique perspective for your game sort of idea, just sitting that extra distance back. I feel less precise because I'm not staring at the pixels like yeah. right in front of my face. You could I uh, instead get a VR headset and yeah, I was gonna say, make those pixels just massive in front of you as if you were playing on a 300-foot screen. God, Trackmania in VR would give me the most motion sickness anyone has ever had. You can do Trackmania in VR, and it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. It w- you wouldn't want to see the room afterwards. No. <laughs> You've been playing anything, Peter? Uh, I've been continuing my WoW endeavours leading up to the next expansion later this year with friends and whatnot, playing for the first time. Otherwise, a little bit in Enshrouded and very much looking forward to Helldivers 2 in 
T-minus 52 minutes. Yes, coming out very, 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 very soon. Very, very soon. Yes. Um, I've not got much to say about it. I didn't play the original. Mm. Oh. Well, it's, it's just Starship Troopers, the game. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. With I a little bit like of Warhammer Starship 40k. Yeah. Specifically the, Sprinkled the Paul Verhoeven movie. Oh, yes, Paul, Paul Verhoeven's style. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yes. very much, it actually very much apes the propaganda style oh, yes. of Verhoeven's Would film. Would you like to know more? Managed yeah. democracy. Yeah. Okay. With, the, with the chaos of the Magicka games, which is what they made previously. Yes. So a lot of like deliberate and accidentally killing your friends, but mm-hmm. it's okay because you can revive them very easily. And uh, conscripted volunteers. Yeah. Yep. Mobile infantry made me the man I am today, which is a woman. <laughs> You're listening to Z Games at 4ZZZ. You're listening to Z Games on 4ZZZ. Oi, mate, you're listening to Z Games at 4ZZZ. 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 <laughs> Got a bit carried away. You're listening to Z Games with Hazel, Paul, and Peter. And yep. coming up now is the week in gaming news from our friend. Melee. Melee. Welcome to another week in gaming news. Starting off, we have more details about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. One week after its State of Play showcase, PlayStation treated us to a second State of Play exclusively about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which won most anticipated game at last year's Game Awards. They unveiled a new trailer, 11 minutes of gameplay footage, and plenty of new game details. The standout features being the expansive game map and the rich graphics. In the presentation, they also announced a demo where you can play as both Cloud and Sephiroth. The demo is currently available and an additional portion will be added before the game's full release on the 29th of February. Despite the hype around Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, its developer, Square Enix, has just announced a change in its approach to production. Takashi Kiri, the company president, shared that the studio intends to reduce its dependence on outsourcing and focus on producing large-scale titles internally. Some fans are upset because this means fewer games from the studio, but it will allow them to prioritise quality, which is a damn good thing. An Xbox announcement is inbound. The Xbox rumour mill has been working overtime lately. It started with reports that Hi-Fi Rush, Starfield and other games might be getting a release on the PlayStation 5. Now there's speculation that we could see a complete overhaul of the Xbox business model, maybe even moving away from consoles entirely. On the 5th of February, Phil Spencer, the head of Microsoft Gaming, posted on Twitter, We're listening and we hear you. We've been planning a business update event for next week, where we look forward to sharing more details with you about our vision for the future of Xbox. Stay tuned. While it seems likely they'll be addressing the rumours, we don't know anything for certain until next week, so watch this space. And we have some upcoming game releases. Banishers Ghost of New Eden releases to PC, PS5 and Xbox on February 13th. Ultros releases to PS4, PS5 and PC on February 13th as well. On February 14th, we'll see Tomb Raider Remastered releasing to the Switch, PC, PS and Xbox. And on February 15th, Plate Up will be releasing to the Nintendo Switch. And that's all there is this week in gaming news. Thank you for the news, Melee. Thanks, Melee. Um, Thank you, Melee. You know what? 
Should we should we indulge in some rumor mill and speculation about the Xbox announcement? No, we have to talk about Tomb Raider Remastered. How did they make a game look worse? <laughs> 25 Ooh. years or whatever after it was launched. Very, um, very interesting I mean, question. Yeah, that's, it seems like it would be easy, but that's an achievement. I mean... Because they, 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 they had no heart. Well, I mean, the, no, I can't say they had no heart. They had no money. Mm. They didn't put any money in it. Um, anyway, no, let's let's speculate on some rumors. Yeah. Um, I, You know what? I just want to start making stuff up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think the Xbox it's, announcement it's, is that um, they're going to make a new Xbox that goes over your head. Uh, not like a VR headset. It's kind of like a cage that you're trapped in. Oh, yep. like the, the uh, rat cage from um, 1984? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> it's going to it's it's going to descend over your head. The games are going to be beamed straight into your mind and into your eyeballs, uh, but it will kill you. I heard they're just going to go Sony exclusive. Sony exclusive, not yeah. even PC, Switch. No, no, no. Mm. no. Not even releasing on their own platform. No, no, yeah. Which, which is the potential rumor that they will no longer have their own platform and otherwise just be on everything. Be yep. on TVs, be on your PC, be on your PlayStation, be on your Switch 2, 3, and 4. Oh, but be on your Atari um, uh, Amico. That's the one that didn't come out but is now a phone app. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the first like Sony Microsoft collaboration console that's going to be like the the box station. Yeah, or it, <laughs> just or the, the X Play. Yeah, box. yeah. <laughs> the game machine. I mean, I, I think the uh, game station. There we go. Peter was mentioning this before, and it was because there's been always been a lot of conversations about how uh, Microsoft strategy and them bringing studios and then making their games exclusive to that, um, and it was that the balance sheets that the in the long run that would work out and um the situation has changed and i think they just are gonna switch strategies because yeah like uh, i don't think starfield hit like they wanted nope um no i don't think starfield hit like anybody wanted nah. <laughs> i mean kind of i kind of <laughs> wanted it to hit like it did <laughs> i saw a um... did it hit like people expected yes did it expect like was it hitting their expectations eh, it's, yeah it's after like the the thing i didn't play starfield Nope. I didn't watch anything about Starfield. I don't really want to know anything about it. It Have seems you played very... any other Bethesda RPGs? Yeah, I've played like all well, of them. Yeah, you, you basically know most of it then. Except yeah. just it's, imagine... It's in space. Just imagine a little loading screen's added. <laughs> cool. So it'll be like when I played Skyrim on the Xbox 360 at yes. launch. Oh, yep. so, and a game that discourages exploration. Mm. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> Just in what a you space want. That's a really innovative world. new direction yeah, for Bethesda. Yeah. We're going to make an open world RPG uh, where exploring sucks. It's bad. Yep. You don't want to do it. Not, not to make this the radio show about uh, Starfield, but the actual plot and what they do with like the meta of the story is actually what they should. It's great. The idea is great. The execution is not so much. Interesting. Yeah. They tried to shove it into a game that didn't match the expectations of what the story was. Well, you're listening to Zed Games with Hazel, Paul, and Peter, and mm-hmm. Paul is going to be giving us a review of a game called Phantom Abyss right now. Yeah, that was relevant that time. It was. Uh, that was good. Yeah, I liked to, it. Try to get it in. Tell me about Phantom Abyss. Okay, Phantom Abyss is 
above all, a Brisbane-made game that originally released in early access. I actually didn't realize the original release was early access. Uh, the in twenty-first of June, twenty twenty-one. No. Um, Whoa! <laughs> it was it was actually a like short, like flash in the pan, like quite big hit. Like I couldn't contact them after launch because everyone was so busy. Devolver was publishing, uh, and it was like very cool. I played it for a while, uh, and then I sort of fell off because I play several hundred games a year so uh, then I saw that version 1.0 was launching 25th of January 2024 so uh, time to check back in so since we didn't review it initially uh, this is just a review of the whole thing Uh, so the concept it is an asynchronous uh, multiplayer temple uh, exploration parkour game you might even think of it as uh, they randomly generate temples it's a first person game uh, very very acrobatic lots of jumping and sliding and and trying to avoid traps but everyone that's tried the temple before you you will see the ghost of their attempt uh, and then when you die other people will you'll get added to that lot and then once someone actually reaches the end of the temple the temple is closed and no one else gets to play it Mm. Um, mm. So one person wins. I've never actually delved into like what if two people are doing the same uh, key at the same time and one of them goes. I think probably they'd both get it. But yeah. um, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure on that one. Uh, so it worked really, really well. Uh, and then it was sort of just doing random missions originally, and I fell off it eventually because I just okay, I wasn't that good at it, and I'd seen a lot of the content. Now with the final version, what they've really done is flesh it out a lot. Uh, they have added a story mode, uh, which means they're just more a curated set of levels and challenges with special abilities. Because your main thing in tool in the game is a whip. That whip can be used to smash things, yeah, but also it's basically a grappling hook. I um, did notice in the um, the description of the game on Steam uh, the headline "Unlockable Whips." Oh hmm. yeah, which is um, quite a quite a thing to advertise about your game. Oh yeah, I know. Um, it's all whip based. Got me like that, that's what you'll be sort of unlocking primarily for the game. Different whips with different pros and cons. Uh, you know, you have a whip that makes you super super fast, but uh, fall damage will kill you instantly and stuff oh, like wow. that. Uh, but Full damage is always dangerous, but uh, you uh, have to roll at the end. And if you roll, as we all know, at the end of a fall, even if it's several hundred meters, you are fine. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. Just do a little roll. Uh, um, also, if you land, like, both feet on a skateboard and roll away, oh, you're fine. Also no ankle good. damage at also all. And the skateboard, as we know, they're all well enforced to take yes. a terminal velocity impact. Yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, this gist of the game, you're running through, there's traps, uh, eventually guardians are released and they're big fluting heads, uh, that you like shoot lasers or throw bombs at you. And as you go down, it's a roguelike. So you get blessings that you can either take or not or buy. So things that might make it more difficult, more reward or give you some special abilities, uh, give you a super jump, things like that. Um, but yeah, so they've added the story mode, so that gives you this sort of fixed set of challenges. They've also got the daily runs, and you can do the daily run multiple times. You're not like locked out of it. I think they've been a lot more free and like, yeah, you can try you can try stuff a lot. You can just yeah go just go back if you want to master a level, you can. Hmm. So the um, daily run is kind of like Wordle. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, Wordle run. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just, just work out the word and then log into a different account. And, oh, I got it in one guess again. Oh, I'm amazing. <laughs> um, 
so yes and the game gets really really hard i have not played on the highest difficulty levels i have watched some of the highest difficulty levels it is just stuff firing up all over the place lasers and bombs and traps it looks intense it can be very intense uh but if you are a careful player you can stay back a little bit watch the ghost because not only will they show you where traps and such are if they are killed by a trap that trap becomes disabled Oh, so there's a little bit of it because it, it's you know it's a racing game at its heart as well yeah. and a speed running game if you think about it like that uh, but it's things like there's chests around that have gold coins if the phantoms get to the chest first you um, they open it and the coins come out but if you're the person that opens it first the, the coins get like dragged to you mm-hmm. but if you're their second you still get the coins but you have to physically walk up to it so it makes you a bit slower okay yeah. huh. so you're not you're not penalized for it other than a bit of time right uh yeah and yes i i found i jumped right in once the with the um 1.0 version doing sort of some of the more curated events and they've got yeah some nice modifiers with the um guardians and everything mm-hmm. so some of that really pushing up the difficulty probably the only complaint i have with the game and it would be difficult with as much going on sort of the powers and abilities you can sort of get in a run I never crazy like you're not going to be getting some weirdo build that makes you immortal or something like when you get those perfect runs in a, a Hades or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're messed too much with the core mechanics, it's as I say, it does have a lot of roots in speedrunning. So you're kind of limited to that, and you are extremely mobile just by default. So I'm not quite sure what. It, as I said, they've already got like jump modifiers and fall modifiers and whip modifiers. What else could you really do? Yeah, um, but I would have liked to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's a really satisfying game it's you like you can share with friends so you can do the same run and everything go back and forth uh otherwise just playing with the community is fine because it's asynchronous you're not doing it at the same time uh, yeah it, yeah good to jump into and <laughs> i always like looking up people that don't like something uh and this primarily is people that don't like it are people that have played hundreds and hundreds of hours and don't sort of like the 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 very fine minutia and that's always a good sign to me it's like okay so you can put in a few hundred hours before you become jaded <laughs> yeah that's still a few hundred hours of entertainment yeah, yeah. and they're still playing it so <laughs> yeah that's good um what platforms is it available uh, this on? is on steam and on xbox and it may even be currently on game pass okay I should uh, be better at my research than that um yeah as i say uh, and published by devolver Published by Devolver, uh, Devolver and Team Digital, Wibby is the developer. developed by Team Wibby, and uh, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. What do you would you recommend it? Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a if you like parkour, if you like sliding down a hill, jumping off of things, shooting over, and like being having a lot of freedom of mobility, yeah. All the good parts of modern shooters, just running around, jumping on stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> technically, you can some whips, you can attack things, but that's not the game. Mostly tra- like, traversal. It's all about movement. All yeah. right. Well, thank you. Yeah, currently 29.50, and we'll pick up the soundtrack at 7.50 as well. Slide under this closing door. Grab my hat. All right, well, you're listening to Zed Games. My name is Hazel, and there's two weird guys in the studio with me. I'm both of them. I'm Paul. And And I am Peter. Apparently not one of these weird guys in the studio. Yeah. That's right. Well, um, we're here to talk about video games. And this time, specifically, we're here to talk about some upcoming video games that have dropped a ton of free-to-play demos. Um, Hit the theme tune, Hazel! Steve. (laughs) What theme tune? Do 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 do. Anyway, we need more music in this show. Yes, we just had music. Anyway, 
Yes, every year now, uh, Steam Multiple has, times a year. Well, yes, multiple times a year, actually. I'm you, glad for it being multiple me. times a year. Uh, Steam has a thing called Steam Next Fest, which is basically just encouraging developers to put up their free demos of their games um, so people can check out some upcoming stuff. And they actually, over the last few years, have had to add rules to it because... Uh, there are over a thousand games in this, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there are one thousand three hundred and thirteen mm. demos. So uh, I think each developer gets two, like two festivals are allowed to go in, because otherwise there would be six thousand. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so it keeps it down a little bit. Uh, but I, I always get obsessed with these things. I'll download like hundred plus demos and just go idly through them until, unfortunately, at the end of the next fest, a lot of the demos do turn off. Mm. Uh, but many of them don't yes. so uh, on the day that it turns off I just look at my list and see what says play and what says purchase um, but yeah uh, so this year's had some uh, interesting games so far uh, I just wanted to mention uh, a good chunk of Australian games that are showing and some of them for sort of the first time indeed the big one for us friends of the show uh, and uh, just a cool game anyway Bears in Space oh yeah uh, Bears in hopefully space. launching not that far off but yeah they've got a very robust demo Bears in Space is uh, somewhere between Doom and Returnal, uh, a bullet hellish sh- uh, first-person shooter with lots of mobility. And then, as the game kept developing, they just kept adding stuff. So yeah. I thought it was just going to be a really competent, fun shooter. And then suddenly you're playing basketball, and there's races, and there's all sorts of stuff in there. It's all very well polished. They've been yeah. working on it for seven years so far. And this is the first uh, publicly available demo. So I would highly recommend giving it a whirl. Oh, very much so. And yeah, local like guys said, out at Twitch, so. They are locals. And when we had our uh, indie game dev night at Netherworld last year, uh, as a collaboration with Netherworld, um, they came around and they brought an early demo of the game that everybody could play. It was, it was a lot of fun. Super cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got that on the big screen. And they've come to uh, Queensland Games Festival a few times with us as they well. They have. It's been nice. Yeah, it's got that um, Ratchet and Clank sort of humor and aesthetic to it as well yeah, so it's, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very good shooter i was happy i got cool. my hands on it and it's like oh yeah it feels right which is the most important thing other australian games there we've got uh the multiplayer game servo noughts yep. uh which yeah very um very plate up why did plate up my go-to overcooked is the more popular idea of that that's sort of like um, cooperative another game, game yeah. that has been around in the local scene yep. for a bit yep. yep queensland games festival as well uh, yep crash course builder Mm-hmm. Um, also yes yep i put those ones at the top uh, other ones uh copycat which is a another one of these cat simulators that everyone cat is so simulation. big in these days <laughs> uh, this one's a bit more realistic based in the re- sort of a real world uh yeah 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 it was showing at pax last year but it's nice that they've got something up for people to play now um there's acro which is sort of a pixely strategy roguey thing uh grist which is a str- uh, a um Oh, I don't know. turn-based sort of combat RPG, a bit faster than lightish, but it's all ASCII art. Mm. Um, it's one of those things that uh, when I first saw it a few years ago, impossible to parse when you first looked at it. But it's gone through a lot of iterations now, and it's a very, very cool game. Uh, yeah, there are a few other things there, but 
sort of big other games that might draw your interest. Uh, I've pulled out a few. So there's Hellskate, uh, <laughs> which we were mentioning just yes. before we came back on air. Uh, Hellskate uh, like Tony Hawk if you had a sword and there were monsters. Yeah, yeah. It's to- Tony Hawk crossed with a, a character action game like a Devil May Cry, but in a sort of roguelike setting as well, and you're a demon on a skateboard. Devil May Skate. I, so, I, I hope they have an unlockable Hawk Tony that you can play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it plays pretty well and it is it delivers on its its pitch it's just wild i'm uh, gonna have to give the demo that. a try it looks awesome yep. um the w- one game that i've been kind of a little bit obsessed with uh was just announced and they put a demo out immediately uh children of the sun and it's it's a little bit edgelord in that like you you were brought into a cult and the cult was bad and this and and uh you receive your gun in actually a way that is uh maybe needs a trigger warning so i'm just not going to say um but yeah it's very edgy here but you are a, a young woman with a sniper rifle and the only movement in your game is you're given a scene and you can move left and right uh it feels a bit like killer seven the way it moves there then you pick your shot and you take your shot and then you play the rest of the level as the bullet and every time oh, the bullet what? hits a target you get to re-aim the bullet so it's a bit of a geography puzzle. There's some other abilities you get. It's like, and the whole thing's got this very angry, like clipped audio aesthetic to it. I'm like, this is rad. I'm wow. Sounded, yeah, I'm kind. I kind of love it. That's <laughs> really interesting. Uh, other things. There's a demo for Outcast, a new beginning. So Outcast Two, if you're not aware that there used to be a game called that, uh, which is just cool to see because I thought they probably wouldn't because. I didn't think it would be that polished of a game, so it's nice that they're putting out a bit of uh, putting their best foot forward. I did notice that there's a demo for Homeworld Three. Yes, yes. Um, uh, I am currently waiting to download that now. Yep. Yeah, that one might I have to realize. go on the list. It's just, just to just to see if they got it right. You feel yeah. like it's it yeah. has such a specific aesthetic and feel that that's the most important thing. So they couldn't possibly do it wrong. See, I didn't but play also, the original oh. uh, Homeworld games. Um, the first one was very clunky. The second one was a lot better, which is why when they re-released the HD versions, they put the control system from two into one. I'm very easily drawn in by spaceships, though. Oh, it, no other space game, uh, like from that sort of perspective, has the feeling of three-dimensional. Like there yep. is no up yeah. and down. It's yeah, just. Yeah, I remember watching some footage back in the yeah, day. They are yeah. beautiful games. Just the aesthetic they made made, it, made the game readable and also beautiful, and it has just <laughs> one of the best soundtracks ever. Oh yeah, so, no, it's yeah. an absolutely amazing game. This new one's looking fantastic. Yeah, speaking from, uh, speaking of sort of that out. generation strategy, there is also the demo for Stormgate out, which mm-hmm. is basically Warcraft three devs making uh, Warcraft four. Uh, yep. They're sort of cool. focusing on the stuff I don't care about, but I understand that those games are popular with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it actually like a studio made up of Warcraft three yes. devs? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, like they split off from yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. thing. They 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 left long ago. Uh, yeah, I think that's it was cool. About four or five years ago i remember them something like that separating before all the big you know blizzard controversies and everything else so i think that like the genealogy of game studios is so interesting where people come from and what they end up making well that's the thing you get you get studios that they have a reputation but the people involved may not actually be there and it's like well how do they maintain that over time and yeah that quality it's 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 interesting and then also when people leave and they're sort of held up as the talent and they make a new studio it's like well 
turns out it wasn't just you. It was a lot of other people because you actually can't recapture that by yourself because yeah, games are made by a lot of people. What's yeah, that established ship that you know you take every bit of the ship off and replace ship it with Theseus? one? Theseus. That's it. Yeah, is Studio that the same with the, Yeah, Theseus Studios. <laughs> Wonder well, if that's the thing. Oh man, you should you should title a, a studio that or something. No, I've already got but my own studio. It's no um, final dot final. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Zed Games with Hazel, Paul, and Peter. Yo. And we're coming up to the end of the show. Mm. I had a lovely time with the two of you tonight. Always. And thank you so much to everybody out there for listening and for supporting Community Radio. Yeah. Especially you. Especially and you. you. No, not you. You no, listen. The other one. No, no, no. no the no, one yeah. on your left. On, yeah. Yeah. You know no, who for, No, the other left. The one with the red shirt, not the blue. <laughs> That's too specific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just enjoying myself browsing uh, screenshots of Tomb Raider Remastered and asking questions. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, you can find us on the Community Radio Plus app or find us on socials at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time.